0: Praise the Lord. Good morning, Saints of God. I pray you're all encouraged today. If you got up and you got another day to get it right. So let us go into prayer. Um, I have a word from the Lord coming from Leviticus chapter 19. Father, we thank you for today. We give you glory and we give you honor. We ask for the forgiveness of our sins. We ask, O God, for the forgiveness of our children's sins. Forgive our family members, O God. Forgive our parents. Forgive every single person that have wronged us or we have wronged. Father, we ask as we come before you, God, for your mercy and your grace upon our children, upon our missing family members, upon the backsliders, upon the body of Christ that have strayed also, God and we thank you this morning for your mercy and your grace with a pure and clean heart oh god we come before you and we thank you we thank you for all you're about to do in their lives today we thank you that no weapon form against your people shall prosper we thank you lord for those that don't know you but will come to know you to the light that shine to your people we thank you god that our bodies are used for instrument of righteousness father we thank you lord for just how you love us how you look out for us but more than that god we thank you for how you bring our character to be the way you want it to be both with the good and the bad working together. We give you all the glory today. We thank you for such a blessed day. We thank you for the ability to breathe air into our lungs. We thank you, Lord, for the ability to move our limbs. We thank you, God, for those that can't even move their limbs this morning because you do everything for a purpose and a reason. We thank you that you're shielding their life still. We thank you for those that are in the hospital and we declare and decree that they're coming out today with health and strength. We thank you, Thank you for the doctors and the nurses, God, that are on the front line. Father, I pray your will in them and through them. I lift up every prophet, every pastor belonging to you, God. I pray your will and your word into their lives and through them. God, and I give you all the glory. We lift up every newborn child, every child in the ICU this morning. God, I ask that you bless them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Whatever is not developed, we speak, develop in their full bodies right now in the name of Jesus. God, and we give you the glory. For someone going through a divorce this morning, God, we lift up that everything worked together for your good. We pray your will into that situation, into them and through them. God, I thank you for your glory and your mercy this morning. Father, as you guide us through your word, by the leadership of your holy spirit we thank you we thank you jesus for the cross we thank you for who you are and what you've given to us we could never repay you and we bless your name as we get into the word father i ask that your holy spirit lead and guide us i ask that your angels encamp around us i ask that let no weapon form against us prosper pull down every thought every word every accusation every curse spoken over our lives to us or other people in the mighty name of jesus god we speak life we speak help, we speak strength we speak the understanding and wisdom of your word to us and in us and the ability to apply it to our everyday life we speak words of wisdom in those you have equipped god to encourage your people to build them up and we thank you for them bless them god keep them cause your face to shine upon them in jesus name we pray this morning amen and amen Leviticus chapter 19 and the Lord spoke to Moses saying speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel and say to them you shall be holy for I am the Lord your God I'm holy every one of you shall revere his mother and his father and keep my Sabbath I am the Lord your God do not turn to idols nor make for yourself molded gods I am the Lord your God and if you offer a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord you shall offer it of your own free will it shall be eaten the same day you offer it and on the next day and if any remains until the third day it shall be burned in the fire and if it is eaten at all if it is eaten at all on the third day it is an abomination it shall not Be accepted. Therefore, everyone who eats it shall bear his iniquity, because he has profaned the whole offering of the Lord, and that person shall be cut off from his people. So excuse me one two um verses one to verses seven is talking about the lord is saying he's holy so we must be holy he's not saying please be holy he's not saying i'm asking you to be holy he says you must be holy because he's holy it's a command god doesn't plead with people about anything God is God. He's supreme. He's bigger than anyone. He's mightier than anything. No one created him. Nobody can counsel him. He's the almighty and no one can remove him. God is speaking and he's commanding his people to be holy. Holy in every shape, way and form. Holy in when you think, when you speak. Holy in how you use your body, how you carry it. Holy in the words you speak to others and how you carry yourself, how others see you. Holy in every single way. He's not telling you to pretend he's saying be holy inside and out he says honor your mother and your father and keep his sabbath a lot of people i notice um do not honor the sabbath and it's a it's a part of the ten commandments and it's very serious and it's very sacred um we must obey god if we are his children if we are his children he said you must keep all of my commandments if you break one um you will not um you have broken all i'm sorry you have broken all if you broke one you broke all of them there's not you can break one and you don't break the others i always tell people um to sin you need someone to sin with you need someone to contaminate you can't sin by yourself if you tell a lie you have to tell that lie to someone if you um gossip you have to gossip to someone if you steal you have to steal from someone so everything you do affects someone else and that's what comes against you um the next thing he talks about is do not make any idols for yourself, mould them, and uh it's because he's a god and he's God, and he's a jealous God. remember that's also in the Ten Commandments thou shalt have no other God before me thou shalt make unto not make unto thyself anything that's above this earth or in the sea and he explains it in detail in um um uh Exodus twenty about the commandment sorry it's early in the morning I'm trying to um catch 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 up catch up um so the lord is talking to us about not making any images but when he says physical image but a lot of us have we said oh i don't have any physical image i don't bow down to any statue and stuff like that but what is the thing that's in your heart that is against god's word that you keep repeating what is a behavior or a sin or a thought or a pattern that you keep repeating that's very um Displeasing um, to God, and that 's what he 's talking about too. Remember, God speaks to your spirit and to your flesh. He speaks to both if you belong to him, if you don't belong to him, then the Word of God says in First um, uh, Corinthians chapter five that He judges the people outside. He judges them. We have nothing to say or do about that. He judges them, which means they 're under his judgment, which is much worse. I believe um so he says when you bring your offering so um a lot of people think it's it's um back in the days um there's offering that you put on the altar and then i hear a lot of teachings about um the old testament don't matter um it's the new testament but you you have to have the spirit of God you have to have the holy spirit to interpret what God is saying if you were under the judgment of the old law you would be in a lot of trouble cuz God did not play and he says I'm a God that I don't change so now what happened because Jesus came the judgment got doubled now it got doubled so let me enlighten you a little bit this morning so it talks about when you do a peace offering um um the Bible is talking about when you bring anything saying you want to make peace with God um, because you've gone your own way, you've done your own thing. You said nobody must force you to do this. This must be free and from your heart. When you do things before God, no one must have to tell you this is something you should do, you've done wrong, this is something you need to fix. You should know if you say you love God that this is I need to push my flesh, I need to go before the Lord, and I need to do a peace offering. However, you choose to do. That with food or anything between you and God, He's explaining that when you bless that food, you go and you bless that food, and I'm gonna bring it back to the Sabbath because the Sabbath and the Sabbat talk about when you do your candle lighting for each of the person in your home, and when you do that, it talks about um, you. Um, Having your food after you've done the prayer and lighting the candle um, to begin the Sabbath, so you do that food. So that can be incorporated into this too. It says it must be eaten, eaten before the third day because you brought it before him. It's considered holy. So if you say you did something wrong and you went before the Lord and you fast and then you're fasting and then at the end of that fast, you pray, you're praying and you're blessing that food. um, That's a part of it, too. Um, When you bless that food. Now, a lot of people, when you cook a lot of food, you like to put it in the fridge and store it. He's letting you know that that food need to be gone before the third day. Any food you're blessing in his name needs to be gone within the third day. It shouldn't be like over and over and over. And I I came upon this before. And it was so awesome because the Lord was letting us know that we should only make enough to last us a certain time, especially because as Christians, we bless our food. We pray of our food and we, we take the time to give thanks to God. Um, and what he's talking about is when you do that, a part of that is you need to make sure that food is all gone before the third day. We shouldn't be eating food past the third day after we've we've made it and blessed it. So I that, that because it's holy, it's holy. Anything you do is holy. That's why he says thou shall not take the Lord thy God name in vain because he's God he's got and his name is holy You shouldn't be calling it just like that or doing anything with it except if you're having a conversation with him or if you're um you're praying and you're asking him to help someone or you're talking to him about personal things but you shouldn't be using god's name in um regular conversation where people are cursing and they're saying all type of stuff you really shouldn't be doing that that's very dangerous the bible tells us not to do that um so um that let's go to verse 9 it says when you reap the harvest of your land you shall not wholly reap the corners of the field nor shall you gather the gleaning of your harvest and you shall not glean your vineyards nor shall you gather every grape of the vineyard you shall leave them for the poor and the strangers i am the lord your god now this is talking about um How God has set up in the world to take care of people that don't have enough money for food or don't have enough food, He's talking to the farmers about they shouldn't take everything, they shouldn't sell everything, they should always have a part that's left over to give people that are um, not that don't have the means to have to get food. Um, We've seen this in the book of Ruth when Boaz used to allow um the 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 daughters of the widows to go and glean um the leftover of of the wheat that they leave certain foods for people that Um, Their husbands were not living and they had to take care of them. So basically, they looked out for their community. They looked out for each other. And that's what God is saying. God is saying, when you own land and you're doing these things, you have to look out for your community and God blesses it even more. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not talking to anyone that does not belong to him. He's saying this is his people. This is for his people. These are the laws and the order of his people and God blesses your land to increase it more, because now you're not just thinking about yourself, but you're helping other people, Um, so 11, uh, uh, 11 says, you shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another, you shall not swear by my name falsely, nor shall you profane the name of the Lord, God, I am the Lord, so he's talking about Self explanatory again, um, Exodus 20 you shall not steal. If you take a pen, if you um, are being paid to do certain things at a job and you take two minutes over or you do something else, that's stealing. Um, You shall not deal falsely. If you have any um, in your heart or when you have a conversation, you're thinking how to manipulate or how to steal or how to false tell people lies to to back up what you're trying to do. God says, don't do it. He doesn't like it. And he doesn't see it as you being a person of integrity. He said, do not lie to one another. So when you're being asked a question, especially if the person is filled with the Holy Spirit, God is saying, don't lie to his spirit. Don't tell lies he he forbids us to tell lies period he says and don't swear to his name falsely a lot of people will tell you well i swear that this is this or this is this. But the Bible tells you, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything other than that, that you have to add to it is evil. And it's coming from them evil plays. It says, because you're going to profane his name. So you can't take God's name and say, okay, well, I didn't do this. And I, and I swear on his name and you know, you're lying. God says, this is a serious thing. This is a serious thing. It says, um, 13 says, you shall not cheat your neighbor nor rob him the wages of him who is high shall not remain with you all night until morning you shall not curse the deaf nor put a stumbling block before the blind you shall fear your god i am the lord so he's telling you who we talked about this who is your neighbor your neighbor are your brothers and sisters in christ that's the word of god your neighbors know are not the people next door if they're not saved they're not the people across the street if they're not saved your neighbors are your brothers and sisters in christ that are obeying the word of god go look it up in your bible that is your neighbor so it says you and the bible tells you do not covet thy neighbor's house or anything belonging to thy neighbor. So it's telling you don't cheat them. Don't rob them. If they if they did something or they did a job for you, pay them. Do not try to think evil or rob people or cheat people out of money. And so because those things leave a stain on your soul. though When you break God's commandment, it's a serious thing. But not just that. You become a person that he didn't create you to become. And that leads to consequences, which is hell. Um, it says, uh, 15 says, you shall do no injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor honor the people of the mighty. In righteousness, you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go about as a talebearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. Now, remember, this is God speaking. This is God saying what he's saying and what he's not playing with so he's letting you know what he's saying pertaining to his laws this is you shall not do any injustice judgment we see that in the world today we see a lot of injustice injustice and God is going to deal with it he's going to deal with it but as a Christian as a person and as a person saying we belong to God we must not go along or, or side with anyone that's doing wrong that's being that's treating people with injustice um it says um, you should not be partial to honor people because one person is poor and another person has something. You treat that person better than you treat a poor person that you saw on the street. He says he's going to deal with you for that. He says you must always be righteous be righteous and judge righteously and he's talking about with your neighbors and stuff. judge righteously it says you shall not go about telling lies or telling tales as he says um, among your people um shall you take a stand nor shall you take a stand against your neighbor god is talking to us about stop telling lies stop going around telling lies stop um taking stand again against your brother or sister in christ do not do that if you know someone is doing wrong then correct them and say they're doing wrong but don't join with a group to come against someone because you don't know who you're coming against you might be coming against a god-ordained leader a god-ordained person and god is saying i'm going to deal with it um 17 you shall not hate your brother in your heart you shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not bear the sin because of him so he's saying you're not to have hate against your brother sister in Christ in your heart and we see this a lot we see a lot of us say that we are Christians and yes we're this and yes we're that but our action speaks differently for us our action says that we are not the children of the most high God by how we carry ourselves God is not He's concerned about the outside world. He's concerned about his family, the body of Christ. And he's teaching us and telling us and commanding us to let us know that you need to be different. You need to stand up. I didn't put a light in you for you to hide it. I'm telling you to be different. So it doesn't matter. Jesus said, uh, the disciples asked Jesus, how many times should we forgive our brother? And Jesus says, times 7. It doesn't mean that you measure that amount. He's saying, keep forgiving. Why? Because the more you forgive and the more you clean your heart, he's not telling you not to use wisdom. If you have the spirit of God in you and someone keeps wronging you, God will tell you, I need you to walk away. Now it's up to you to obey. If you don't obey what God says, then that's on you. The Lord is not going to... um he's not going to get angry and said oh well you didn't listen to that he's going to say you have free will if you choose to want a snake to keep biting you and biting you and biting you and biting you why did i use that term with that's my brother or my neighbor because remember who judas was judas sat at the table he talked to jesus he was there yet he still belonged to the enemy but listen to me be encouraged because that was his purpose that was why he was born he was born to bring to pass what god has set to go ahead in the world to bring us a salvation so we give all glory to god for that one right um um, okay. So where are we at? Okay. So it says you, um, you must not hate your brother in your heart. And we and that, uh, is a, you shall surely rebuke your neighbor and bear not the sin because of him. So we talked about when, um, to, to commit a sin, you need someone to commit a sin with. So he's saying, if your neighbor is sinning and they keep bringing it to you and they keep encouraging you and want you to fall onto their side, and, and maybe they're telling you something evil against the other brother, or sister in Christ, you, the, Bible says you sh- you shall surely rebuke them and you shall not bear their sin because of them. So you don't follow them. You know when something is not of God, you're not to follow them. So it says you shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people. Whew. So as a neighbor it says you are not to have a grudge against, um, the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself as I am the Lord. So you're not to... Like, basically, what he's saying is come against the body of Christ. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to, you, you get into conversation with people that are not saved and they they start talking about the church and stuff. God is saying, don't do that because that's our family and we know we're not supposed to do that. So, God is talking to us about discipline at a higher level, walking in discipline at a higher level. If you don't have nothing nice to say, my grandmother used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. It'll keep you out of trouble. So, if you don't have anything, Anything nice to say and if it enters your heart, you need to pray about it and you need to ask God to change your heart. Amen. It says you shall keep my statues, you shall not let your livestock breed with another kind. <laughs> you shall not sow your field with mixed seed, nor shall garment of mixed linen and wool come upon you. God is being very specific about certain things uh, um, regarding his people. So one, he talks about you shall keep his commandments. You can. Keep, you shall keep all his statutes that he have in this book. He didn't say you can pass over and jump to the New Testament and not obey this. He said you can keep them. You need the spirit of God to keep them. Because you won't understand them without him. And then he's letting you know. He's dealing with farmers. And he says you shall not breed any animals with another kind. In Genesis, God created the world. And then he went and he created the Garden of Eden. When the flood came... He told Noah to take two of every clean animal. So he had separate animals from the animals he created in the world. There was two sets of animals, two sets of people. And he told them, and listen to what he did. He said, take two of every clean animal to put on the ark. So contaminated um, animals, animals that was not ordained or called by him. God ordains everything every person is ordained you're not walking if you are saved you're not walking by yourself if you're yet to be saved he got an appointed time to call you he does um he's not um playing with holiness and righteousness not all the way down to your pets that's how serious it is so uh, uh that i wanted to touch base with that a little bit um um okay it says and then it talks about our garments that we have to wear we are not to mix linen with wool and and let it come upon you so we now as christians now for me i'm gonna have to go to my closet and look i've come across this before and now he's talking about it again he's saying we're not to mix linen and wool so his people are not to use mixed um uh, materials and i've i've read this in the bible a lot and there's there's got to be a reason for it i don't need to know i'm just gonna follow up and um his his word so i'm gonna look and make sure that um if i see anything mixed with linen or wool to not keep it hallelujah it says um whoever lies carnally with a woman who is betrothed to a man as a concubine and who has not at all been redeemed nor given her freedom for this there shall be scourging but they shall not be put to death because she was not free so he's talking about if you mess with someone that belongs to someone else you lie carnally which means you're not married to that person but that person is engaged to someone they're um they're they belong to someone we know as women and men of god in the word um that we are not to touch anything belonging to our neighbors um so even if you see somebody god tells you um who he has ordained for you say he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor with the lord so to to find a wife you had to be seeking so and to do that you have to seek god because that person is hidden deep in god a- amen so the he's talking about not laying with people that belongs to other people it's wrong it's not of god and he says you're gonna go through a lot scourging means they're gonna whip you they're gonna beat you um you're not gonna die from it but they're gonna beat you for it so um basically you go touch somebody else's stuff it's gonna cause a fight so just don't do it he shall bring his trespass offering to the lord to the door of the tabernacle of the meeting and ram as a trespass trespass offering so every sin you commit there is a step you have to go before God and do a lot of people feel like um when you commit a sin I can go before God and say okay Lord I'm sorry please forgive me and that's how it works um the Bible tells you whatever you have done to broken God's commandment willfully um will come against you that judgment will still be there yes God forgives you but that judgment still has to be there. So that judgment, if you die and you didn't pay up that judgment that God puts upon you for breaking his commandments willfully, your children will have to suffer those things that you have done. And your children, children, if they they didn't do anything. So your sin doesn't go unaccounted for. You do, he loves you, but he is a God of his word. So when you commit those sins, um, you do have to um, go through some things because of the sins that you've committed, because you knew not to do it um the trespass offering um he's saying that he will require something from you because of what you offer people think oh a trespass offering is money and no god can say i'm gonna keep you in a place for two years i'm gonna put you in this hole for two years because you've trespassed uh you've broken my commandments you went into your your neighbor's house you've messed with your neighbor's um uh, fiance or, or wife and he's saying there is a judgment that follows that and that is pretty serious a lot of us read the bible but we don't read it with the holy spirit to understand these things are here to protect you Okay. So it says for his sin, which he has committed and the sin, which he has committed shall be forgiven of him. So after God decides how he's going to deal with you with the trespass offering, um, because then you have to do a Ram and, and put it on the altar and stuff like that. So whatever it is that God is going to require of you to pay that back, however, way, like I said, he can say, i need to put you in a hole for two years or or four years i need um to make sure nobody's around you for a certain time however way he decides to deal with you with that sin that's going to be up to him and um you know we're putting it into the understanding of the ram and and um the priest. So we know Jesus Christ is our priest, and we know that he's the one that was put up for the offering for us, for us to be forgiven our sins. Um, again, a lot of people think that um, because Jesus Christ died on the cross, you can just do what you want to do and just say, Lord, please forgive me. And that's how it works. The Bible talks about in Matthew chapter 18 if you do not change your heart, If you do not turn away from the sin you've committed against God and people, he says that um, the judgment is still on you. So you can, you can play church all you want. You can, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that judgment did not come off of you. That will not turn until you stop doing it, until your heart is changed and go fully towards God, until you've grieved and fasted before the Lord, because you're really sad that you have offended God. Amen. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this Bible study because I am. Okay, so it's um, 23. When you come into the land and have planted all kinds of trees for food, then you shall count their fruits as uncircumcised. Three years it shall be as uncircumcised to you. It shall not be eaten. But in the fourth year, all the fruits shall be holy. A praise to the Lord. And in the fifth year, you may eat its fruits. That it may yield to you its increase. I am the Lord, your God. So God is telling us, um, for those of us, we're seeing a lot of things that's going on in the world. God is saying, um, when he brings you into the land, he brings you into where he wants you to be. And he's telling you that you're going to have to be farming and preparing to grow your fruits and stuff like that, your food. So he said, when you do that, he's commanding you not to eat it for um, three years. For three years, you can't you can't eat it. Um, you just have to let it drop on the land. And God knows what he's doing. He says on the fourth year, you have to give him praise for it. That, that belongs to him. He will, he will do that. He said, and on the fifth year, he will increase you. So everything God is asking you to do, there's a time for sowing. And then there's a time for reaping. So he's saying for three years, he says, um, you're going to sow. On uh, the fourth year, you're still sowing, but you're going to see the fruits of it. He said, but when you see the fruits of it, the fourth year of it, that's holy. That's set aside as a holy year. So you always, on the fourth year, you have to say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Da, 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 da. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Amen. On the fifth year, he says, now your increase come back now it comes back and that's that's not just for plants that's for um whatever god has you doing um he says the three years you're gonna do it the fourth year you're gonna start seeing an increase in it he said but that still belongs to him and on the fifth year he says you get a big increase that you can touch i hope everybody's understanding what he's saying hallelujah okay 26 you shall not eat anything with blood nor shall you practice divination or soothsaying everybody know what that is um you can't if your meat have blood you have to literally wash 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 until all the blood comes out people of god um i don't know um if you guys understand this that we are not to have anything with blood in it um, nothing that's rare, we we are not to do it, that's the word of God, um, why? It's attached to other things, um, it also says you're not to be practicing a divination, which is witchcraft, um, um, anything with psychic readings and stuff, it's against God's word for you, why? Because you're putting, you're taking your spirit into an area that's demonic, if you didn't know, he says, you shall not shave around the size of your head, nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. So what that's talking about um, is he's saying just like what he says you're not to shave your head you're not to um your beard um you're not to make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead no um tattoo any marks for the dead on your skin um i believe we, we all make mistakes we all have things that we have done and you know you have to understand that god does know certain things and he knows your heart so i'm not gonna say um people that have tattoos or things like that i'm not gonna do that but i am gonna say um today you know that he doesn't want you to do it anymore today you understand in the word that you shall not do it anymore. Today you come in agreement and know the word of God and ask him for forgiveness. Like I had to ask him for forgiveness. You understand? I have my kid's name on my back and that's something that I had to ask him for forgiveness for. So today, you know that God does not require, he says, we are not to do that. So now that you know that, let's praise him for it. And isn't he a loving God that he let us so know, hallelujah hallelujah so um i kind of like when you know like when you have flaws when we have flaws because then we understand that we're not perfect but we're to be holy and to do that we need the holy spirit amen so it says do not prostitute your daughter to cause her to be a harlot least the land fall into harlotry and the land becomes full of wickedness so you're not to prostitute your daughters your daughters belong to god they are they have god-ordained spouses if god ordains anyone for them you are not to be encouraging your daughters to um go sleep with this person for money or go sleep with this person to pay this bill or go sleep with this person to this. god takes that very seriously and what happens is that you bring wickedness into the land so don't do it you shall keep my sabbath and revere my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Again, He's reminding you that according to Exodus twenty, for me, I I don't I can't talk for everybody else. I can only go by the word and what God said to me through the word and uh, a visitation I had with Him, that my sabbath starts Friday evening at six and it ends Saturday evening at six. Um, in the book of Genesis, God talks about. Um, evening and, and the days, evening and mornings are one day. He doesn't talk about night and day. Night and day, when he speaks about it, he speaks about it for the outside, for the unsafe. Um, and then he commands his people not to do anything at night. So he was being very specific that we have evenings and we have days and not complete one day so the sabbath starts six on saturday evening and then we do the Sabbath, and then it goes into saturday at six you you would be amazed if you keep the sabbath you would be amazed to see how far your life would be to honor god hallelujah okay give no regards to medium and familiar spirits do not seek after them to be defiled by them i am the lord your god he's talking again do not go reading psychic stuff do not go seek mediums to talk to the dead this is not of god um the Bible talks about the dead are dead. So what you're talking to is not dead people but demonic spirits that will come in and tear your life upside down. This is a warning I pray each and every person take very seriously and don't take it lightly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You shall raise, you shall you shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man, and fear your God, I am the Lord, so the Bible says respect, um, when you see a gray-headed person, respect them, respect them, rise up before them, show them utmost respect, because this is what he says, he said, because they belong to him, this is how serious it is, is that if a stranger dwells with you in your land, and you shall not mistreat him, so anyone that's a stranger to the land we have the usa and it's a big place and i i was talking to someone about how blessed the u.s used to be because they obeyed god and they figured no nation could come against them and i was like oh wow look at the difference in what's going on in the world today god word is powerful and it's true and where are we going to run Where are we going to run? The Bible says that the righteous barely makes it in. Um, Everybody's mad when Christian people are this and this. But do you know how disciplined our lives have to be? It has to be super disciplined before God. And um, that that allows us to barely make it into heaven. So imagine those that don't listen. Amen. Hallelujah. So don't mistreat anyone that's a stranger in your land, uh, in the land you in the land where you live at. Because remember, you were strangers too. The stranger who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you. And you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. And I am the Lord your God. So you shouldn't mistreat people, period. Because remember, you're a stranger. This earth does not belong to you. It says, you shall not. you shall do no injustice in judgment in measurement of length, weight, or value. So you shouldn't be cheating. If you are a person that's into um, selling stuff or whatever you're doing with money, he's saying, do not be a thief. You shall have honest scales. You hear? Honest weights and an honest ephah and an honest hin. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Basically, don't be a thief. Even when nobody's looking, don't be a thief. You own a shop, don't be a thief. You own a farm, don't be a thief. You have the opportunity to be different, don't be a thief. Hmm. Therefore, you shall observe all my statutes and all my judgments and perform them. I am the Lord. So he's saying, um, observe everything he said. Observe the word and do not just listen Do not just be hearers of the word, but make sure you go forward and perform it. And this is Leviticus chapter 19. It's called moral and ceremonial laws of God. Um, I add of God because you know it's of God. But it says moral and ceremonial laws. So um, today it talks about um, the word of God is talking to us about being honest, being truthful. Stop telling lies. um, Fear God. Don't mistreat people. Don't mistreat anybody. It says to love people. He says, do not encourage other people to come against um, the body of Christ. Don't play with them. Don't allow them. He said, rebuke them. What, like you have people that will come and try to sit and say, talk about your leaders and stuff. He said, rebuke them. Do not allow that to happen. God is speaking to each and every one of us and we will listen. We touched on tattoos and um, the steps to take to just ask him for forgiveness. Um, I had to, you understand? That's why I said um, God is so awesome because um, he, he didn't pick perfect people he picked imperfect people and with that he is cleaning us off he's taking us to the steps we're supposed to be going and each day every day you humble yourself and you yield to his will to his holy spirit you will find joy and peace in a world that's so chaotic because you know where you're going we're just passing through this world amen um we have the promise of the new jerusalem being set setting he's going to set it down on three quarters of this earth he's going to be the light. We won't need moon or sun. He's going to be the light. And think about how bright his light is. Amen. So I I pray that each of you take your life very seriously. I pray that as you see everything is going on, he in in all the things you're seeing going on, he's that's his grace and his mercy, letting people know, wake up, I'm coming soon. Get this together. So I pray that you make it. I pray that I get to see you in the new Jerusalem. I know I'm going to be there. Um, I pray that you don't let bitterness run your heart don't let things and bitterness run your heart everything you see will pass away Um, I pray that you love with everything that's in you love correct rebuke but love don't allow any um, unforgiveness to stay in your heart I pray that you don't teach your daughters to be flirtatious or to be um, women of loose moral conduct. Um, I pray that for you. I pray that um, you yield to God's word. You obey God's word 100%, not some 100%. And we give you glory and we give you honor, Lord. We thank you for this word. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for the understanding of it, Holy Spirit. I thank you for the interpretation of when I open the word of God you make it so plain and so clear for me I bless your name I thank you for the love that you've put in my heart for your people God I thank you but most of all to love you more than anything not to put anyone or anything above you Lord I thank you for who you are I thank you for the listeners of this word God you didn't do this for me to get people to say oh she sounds this or this but you did it God because this is our job this is what we're created to do to warn every single person before judgment comes to this earth and we Thank you for that. Lord, I give you all the glory. I pray God that you bless each and every person that listens to this according to your will and your word for them I pray that they have peace in their minds and their hearts I pray God if they're out of your will to go before you and do the trespass offering God to repent truly repent of their sins repent of the things they've said and done and tell the people that they have encouraged to do those things that they're sorry God because they're supposed to be children of light God and I give you all the glory and I give you all the honor I thank you that no weapon formed against your people shall prosper I thank you that you are a God of mercy and love God I thank you that no jealousy spirit will come above your spirit I thank you Holy Spirit for who you are I lift up those that don't know you God that they see so much negativity in the church and they're saying that I don't want that let them know that this is a relationship with you not what other people are doing or who the enemy is using to profane the church but this is a relationship with you God and only you and we give you the glory today God I pray that they can feel your love I pray that they can feel your peace I pray God that they can feel that you renew them you pick them up you dust them off you love them so much God I pray they can see that God I pray they can feel it God this morning and I give you all the glory and the honor father I thank you I thank you for who you are I thank you God for loving me for keeping me I thank you for clothing me in my right mind and every other person that's listening to this 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 table God and I give you glory and honor today God I thank you for another day to get it right I thank you for another day to praise you I thank you for another day that you've given me strength oh God I ask that you go before us God I ask that you make our way straight oh God I ask that you light our path oh God that we will know exactly what to do what to say how to move when not to move and we bless your name today God I thank you for being the Lord of our lives. I thank you for being the head of our homes. I thank you, God, for being the covering of our children, God. And we give you glory and honor. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And I'm asking if there's any one of you that do not know God as your personal Savior. You do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. There's no one on this earth, not your children, not your mama, not your uncle, nobody that will love you more than he loves you. I'm asking you today to open your hearts and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Lord, I can't do this. I need you to do this for me. Lord, there's so much craziness going on in the world. Lord, and at times I feel like I can't function. Father, and I need you. I repent of my sin. I repent of anything I have said or done, God. I repent if I touched anything I shouldn't have touched. God, I repent if I've seeked out any spirit that I shouldn't have seeked out. As you said in your word, Lord, forgive me. Father, I pray that you take me up. Fill me with your spirit, oh Lord. I repent. I repent of all my sins. I don't want to sin anymore, God. I need your strength. I need your help. And I thank you, Lord. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose again. I believe you're sitting at the right hand of your Father. I believe you are my mediator between me and God. And I thank you for that. Please give me your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord. If you said that prayer sincerely from your heart, remember we talked about removing all hate from your heart, forgiving others no matter what they've done. Forgive them. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about you getting right. It's about you getting saved. It's about you crossing over, coming over to the kingdom of God. God has forgiven you of your sin if you've prayed sincerely. You're going to see supernatural things happen in your life. You're going to see things move in your life. And I'm not saying this, uh, encouraging you to think about wealth or anything. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your life. The areas you couldn't get up from. The addictions you couldn't let go. God is there. And he'll teach you day by day how to trust and rely on him. I pray God keep you. I pray God cause his face to shine upon you. I pray God's love in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. I pray God, whatever is hurting you from the past, be removed from you. And He heals you. He heals your broken heart. I give you glory and honor, Lord, for each and every person I receive you today. I said, You keep them, Father, if only you can. And I do all this in your Son, Jesus' name, my brother, my best friend. And I seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit I bind every spirit of retaliation and I pull them back down to the pits of hell I loose your warring angels to encamp around your people your ministering angels Lord your healing angels bless their minds their heart, their soul, their bodies and I thank you in Jesus name I pray Amen and Amen We declare and we decree that we are the children of the Most High. We declare and we decree that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We declare and we decree that the Holy Spirit leads, guides us, and He's the head of our lives. And we receive the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity in one. In Jesus' name we pray. And I seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. I love you guys. And I pray God's best for you. Amen. Have a blessed day.